Daryl, how are we doing tonight? Uh, a little better. Your on voice, yeah, you sound good. You sound good. How, did the, the, how did the meds treat you last night? Uh, oh, they, oh, they've been treating me well. <laughs> I mean, I just woke up from a nap. There we go. It's uh, <laughs> a daytime almost into, I mean, it's nighttime. So like one uh, of the, yeah. you're never going to get to sleep tonight, are you? <clears throat> oh, no, no, no. I'm going to take another and be out like a light in a few hours. Okay. What time do you usually go to bed? Are you a late night guy? Or yeah, are you, a- yeah I, you know what I used to be? I, I used to be, a, a, well, mostly because, you know, tossing and turning, I can't, I can't, go to, can't go to sleep. So, you know, I toss and turn till, you know, 2, 3 in the morning. Now, as I get a little older here, um, uh, I'm, I'm finding myself uh, wanting to go to bed a lot earlier. So um, I, I'm at the mercy of whenever my body decides to... Uh, pass out but like i said the the the, the meds are uh <coughs> are pretty good they work <laughs> they work there's no doubt about that one daryl uh all right so you talked to deshaun watson today you talked to kevin stefanski today i thought it was interesting how deshaun watson can say you know the whole report last week was the idea that he had to be a hundred percent and then today he basically said he just can't tell us when a hundred percent is yeah um the, the timetable thing is what's interesting to me because uh, I forget what I asked him. But I think I did ask him about the timeline and uh, the lack of clarity with said timeline. Because usually, you know, you get the exam, they tell you, okay, th- this is what's wrong. This is how long it's going to take. And I said, we keep hearing day-to-day with you, and, <laughs> which in my mind, I'm like, this is the longest day-to-day injury in the history of mankind. So uh, he did. Uh, say four to six weeks rotator cuffs are four to six week injuries well guess what week this is this is week number four Mm -hmm. so uh we're we're getting closer here i don't know it's going to be this week though and the fact he didn't practice today not a great sign if he doesn't practice tomorrow i don't think there's any way he can play sunday you you can't have one practice on a friday plus a walkthrough on saturday um because he hasn't had a real practice since September 22nd. He was on the field last September 29th, but mm-hmm. he didn't do anything. Yeah. He spent all his time talking to the training staff. So it's been a while. Um, and uh, I, I think ultimately it might behoove the Browns. And he kind of hinted at this today, but he didn't come out and say it. It might behoove the Browns just to go with P.J. Walker Sunday in Indianapolis. Now, what I find fascinating about that, if that is the case, we would not have the advantage of quarterback. We would not have the advantage in running back. But I feel like a lot of Browns fans would say that's a game where we would be favored in and we should win. A lot of that is based off of our defense, obviously. But I wonder, Daryl, did the 49ers win give us this dangerous air of invincibility almost where we we go – we're just – I feel like this is – maybe this isn't the team. Maybe this is the fans. But I feel like you you can't sleepwalk on what the Colts currently are. They're they're three and three, and Gardner Minshew's not bad. Uh, well, if you have an aura of invincibility, I invite you to rewatch the Steelers game and the Ravens game. Yeah, like that um, wasn't a million years ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? no, no, that's number one. Uh, number two, um, I don't know that they have much of an advantage. Gardner Minshew threw four interceptions last week. Yeah, but he, Gardner Minshew is a he was he was freaking. Terrible. Right, but Gardner Minshew at this point in his career has had 48 touchdowns to 18 interceptions yeah, and I has it. I mean, that's an incredible touchdown interception will ratio. You stop, will you stop letting facts get in the way of my good story here? <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. That, I thought that was my job. You're, no, good point. <laughs> good point. We don't let facts ruin a good time here, Daryl. We don't do that. But 
Yeah, I, I, you're right. They, they Offensively, I think the Colts have a little bit of a, an advantage. But again, going against this defense, um, you know, for Indianapolis, um, you know, Jonathan Taylor's, uh, I think, slowly being worked back into what, you know, the, the uh, you know, playing time and, and things like that. Uh, you know, Zach Moses has been pretty good um, in his place. And, in fact, I think had some people uh, in Indianapolis thinking, well, maybe we don't need to give Jonathan Taylor a, a big contract. But they got it done. Uh, they're going to have to worry about Jonathan Taylor, and that is something Kevin Stefanski said he is preparing his team for this weekend. You know, I was listening to uh, your your co-host on It's Always Game Day in Cleveland, Andy Baskin, on his show, Baskin and Phelps, and, and he went down this whole uh, idea that the Browns are now media darlings. And he was like, oh, the Johnny-come-whiteleys. That's what he said. He said he thought the Browns were media darlings. I didn't get that either. I, I, I would say the Browns' defense are media darlings. Okay. Well, let's, let's dial in on that. I heard J.J. Watt speaking positively earlier today. Uh, do you feel like the Browns' defense, you feel like they are media darlings at this point? Uh, Browns' defense, yes. The Browns are, are themselves, gonna, not so much. Are we going to separate I'd, the two? Is that how we're going to do this? Yeah, yeah. because I think as long as Deshaun Watson's on this team, I don't think the Cleveland Browns will ever be media darlings. You know what? That's incredible to think that we could have one team, but we basically slice them in two on behalf yeah. of the media, where it's like, we can give the Browns' defense credit, but Deshaun over here, it's a different story. Well, there's no, there's no reason to give him credit right now. I agree. Uh, I agree. You know, <laughs> so, <laughs> let's be well, honest. Did you think that. Stephen A. was too hard today? Do you think he was too uh, hard I, I, and call I, him a disappointment? I, 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 uh, I I don't listen to that guy, so I don't know what he said. They called him a disappointment. Well, uh, he's a provocateur. That's his job, I guess, to yell and sc- I call him screaming A. I don't even call him Stephen A. I, call him, <laughs> I just call him screaming A because I, I wish I could project right now because I would do my Stephen A and my screaming A, uh, yeah, in, well. but I can't, I can't project right now or else I'd be screaming into the microphone right now. Tell, uh, but that's all he does. He just screams at the, into microphones and at the TV, so... Um, Admittedly, he you know, is a I, I, I dream, I dream of the day where I get paid millions of dollars to do that. Yeah, it's not a bad gig if you can get it. Bad takes, scream them, oh, I don't and know make about, millions I don't of know dollars. Bad takes. Oh, he's got a lot of bad takes. He, he is I'm the not, king of the you know, I'm He's not, the king of the terrible takes. I'm a Fox Sports 1 guy. I'm not an ESPN guy in general. Anyway, I'm a neither guy. I, I, I think that those shows are doing such a disservice to the discourse in our business and what we do. Because everyone's trying to, you know, who can have the most wild, ridiculous, hot take? Because we got to get attention. We got to get eyeballs. We got to get the ears. We got to get the social media interaction and the clicks and the engagement and all that. And I think that that, you know, and and you, and it, it's also becoming very sterilized as well, you know, uh, when talking about players. Uh, they're uh, often spoken spoken of in commodities and not as human beings that, Yes, believe it or not, we're going to make mistakes on on the field or uh, the floor, whatever. But um, I, 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 I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of the national show hot take uh, programming philosophy that seems to be out there. Uh, you know, as these uh, these networks, as I like to say, just fill the the camera time with nonsense because th- that's what a lot of those shows are. All right, tell me how you really feel, Daryl. Okay, I they like are that. not. On the same level is overtime Bam. with Jonathan Peterlin. Bam. Let's go. Or afternoon drive. Or Baskin oh, and just Or the Ken Carter show. With, yeah, but you know what? I, I got to give everybody at our – because I think our station does a real nice job in, in that regard. Um, uh, you know, 
And I feel like when the criticism comes, it's fair, it's factually based, it's not done for the for the eyeballs and the clicks. I, I think our I think all you guys do a fantastic job in that regard. So well, thank you, Daryl. Uh, let's talk about Kareem Hunt as we move towards the clicks and the eyeball. No, I'm just kidding. Um, he is going to be on. He is going to be on afternoon drive tomorrow. Is this where I, is is this where I'm supposed to say like he sucks? He's not good enough. Nope. Like like all the national guys do, right? Oh, he only had. Uh, let's see. Last week he only had 47 yards on 12 carries, and I know he had that touchdown, but it's not the same Kareem Hunt that led the NFL and he's way past this. Right, and that's what we're supposed to be saying right now. Yeah, that's but here I, I want to throw him his flowers. I, yeah, I, I th- he was he incredible. beat up the 49ers last week. We we between him and forward we got the production yeah. of what we would have got with Nick Chubb they averaged five yards a pop together like Nick Chubb is 5.2 yeah. like they were they were incredible hey does Kareem look it's going to be very uh Zion Williamson slash Baker Mayfield to me where I'm I'm judging people's weight does he look skinnier in person though I saw a side by side from last year to this year and he looked he looked much skinnier I don't know I don't know if I'd say skin I'd say he's uh, like see, in a good way here's here's how we say it he's in shape in shape good football shape he's in good football shape that's what we say I like that. Yeah, we, we, we don't say skinnier. That's okay. We didn't want to say uh, guys, we're guys, about Zion. You know. Guys that look like me do not talk about other human beings being skinny. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Hey. <laughs> That's the pot calling the kettle black, and we can't do that. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I, as, uh, as somebody who has been skinny in life, but then also kind of uh, a little heavier in life at times, A little times chubby. Too, yeah. Uh, I don't know where I fall in line, if I'm being honest right now. I don't know. Uh <laughs> I, I feel well. Like, are you on the svelte or the chubby side these days? No, I'm more chubby than svelte. Uh, at this yeah, see, so fatherhood to do that to you. You, you got. Dad I have a good now. excuse. I do have a good excuse. I've been running lately, though, Daryl. So we're working you on have? the way. Okay. Yeah, we're working on the way back down. But uh, like when you have a, you know, we got overtime with Jonathan Peter one last December. So that's a new job. I bought my house last July. Yeah. And then we have a baby as well yeah. that came in February. There's like yeah. three major life things. Yeah. While my wife also switched jobs as well. It's like major life things in the past year. I deserved a couple couple runs oh, to McDonald's, okay. you know? Yeah, I, um, <clears throat> I'm not going to lie. Uh, once I get back to my 100%, uh, I, I got to get my butt in gear. I, um, I, I, I trade, I, I had forgotten my phone in my car uh, going into the stadium, and I had gotten to getting ready to cross the, the street to walk over to the stadium, and I ran back to my car to get my phone, mm-hmm. and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> um, oh, man. Like, yeah, I mean, it, it was not good. And so that was a big wake-up call for me. So I have to uh, hold myself accountable, and uh, I need once, like I said, I, I get uh, right now. I can't do any strenuous physical activity or anything. But once I'm allowed, and I, I, I got to get my butt in shape because. Um, I'm not proud of that. That was pretty embarrassing and scary. I'm not going to try to one-up your story here. I just need you to hear this then. And I have been running, and I've been trying to make this really work. But I was I came in for a meeting with Andy, our boss, and and uh, it was going to be at 5 o'clock, but I was running a little bit late because I, I forgot my own book back, and I had to go back to the house and get it. And, and I texted and said I'm going to be 5'10 or whatever it was, but I was running late. And I was having a meeting with one of our young update anchors here, and the idea behind it was I was going to you know help him. I was going to teach him how to do better updates, basically is what it is, and give him everything I know so he can get better and hopefully we can get this thing going, right? And, and I, I was running late. I go up, not, you know, like the three steps right there before Andy's office when you go uh-huh. up the stairs. I went up the three stairs. I go, hey, Andy, I'm here. And it sounded like I was just out of breath. And it was just because I went up three stairs. And I was, he, he replied, he goes, he goes, no, don't worry. Like, you're okay, you're fine. Like, don't, 
don't don't panic over it. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm just winded because I went up three <laughs> steps of stairs. That's what happened there. And that was a down. That I, was a low moment for me. Yeah, I, yeah, I can sympathize. Well, in high school, what we did uh, baseball, baseball and soccer, what we did is we we had we had to run flights of stairs. That that was our conditioning. Oh, and the good um, old days, Daryl. The good old days. Oh, th- those were the good old days. That's right. Uh, my knees right now want nothing to do with that mess. Yeah. I mean, I'm forced to do the treadmill. That's what I got. I got the yeah. treadmill downstairs. I, can, I don't have time to go to the gym at this point. Again, all those things I have going on. And so I, that's what I got to do. I got to do the treadmill, and then, you know, it is what it is. Uh, last one, Daryl. Dalvin Tomlinson. I felt like this was the week for Dalvin Tomlinson praise. He's been outstanding all season long, but it felt like this game in particular was the one that uh, caught a lot of people's eyes. Uh, did Stefanski say anything on him, or what have you guys seen throughout the week in regards to what the, the type of game Tomlinson had? Well, he's been really, really good, and and the reason why is because everyone realized that like Nick Bosa didn't just like you know beat the you know what out of him for four quarters uh, uh, on Sunday, um, and you know look he is a, a player that I think deserves a lot of credit. He was supposed to be uh, one of those draft and development uh, type oh. of things. No, I meant uh, I meant Tom Winston, not Dewan Jones. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's the meds. That's very understandable. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, Dalvin's been pretty, uh, been pretty great too, especially, uh, stopping the run. He's a big reason why the Browns have been so strong, uh, stopping the run and they have one of the better run defenses and they're really going to need him this week. You know, the critics say, oh, you know, Christian McCaffrey, he got hurt and, and had to leave the game. Um, but look, the, the 49ers average around like four yards per carry. Um, and and you, that's kind of where you want to be. If you can hold them, you know, below around four to below four per carry, your run defense is doing a pretty good job, right? <clears throat> Whereas the Browns, they got back up to, uh, averaging close to five yards a carry, which is normally where they are. So, yeah, I mean, he's been a, a great pickup. I think uh, Obo Okoronkwo uh, has uh, been fantastic. Zadarius Smith has been fantastic. So for all the people that have been very, very critical of Andrew Barry, and understandably so with in some respects, um, his free agent acquisitions, especially on the defensive side of the ball, and I get, I know we're, you know, Juan Thornhill doesn't play run defense, but I'm going to include him because he was one of the big key signings this offseason that they gave some money to. His free agent acquisitions on the defensive side of the ball have paid tremendous mm-hmm. early dividends and, and are... Uh, why this defense has been so good. I mean, you know, they they figured out in the team-building philosophy, we got to have someone opposite of Miles Garrett because he's getting the double and the triple teams, and it just they're wearing him out. He's having to you know, fight that for four quarters, and that wears anybody out. Um, so then they went the Jadavian Clowney route for two years, right? It worked for one, not so much in year two, and there were a lot of reasons uh, why it didn't work in year two. Injury, attitude, things like that. So what do they do? They come back this year, and they go out, and we're able to get Zadarius Smith. Uh, they signed uh, Okoronkwo in free agency. Um, and they got a couple of young guys that they're developing and sprinkling in there at defensive end. And it's, it's paying big dividends. So I, I think Andrew Barry deserves some credit for as much love as the defense is, is getting, and as they should, I think Andrew Barry deserves some credit for, with uh, what he's done uh, on that side of the ball as far as his offseason acquisitions to give 
Jim Schwartz, the pieces and parts that fit well with the players that were already here, like MJ Emerson and Denzel Ward and Greg Newsom and Miles Garrett and Anthony Walker, who they did bring back, and um, JOK, um, it, it's just it's fit so well together. So I think Barry deserves credit for that. Daryl, fantastic insight as always. Uh, we will catch up with you. I'll catch up with you later. I'm actually gone this weekend, so I won't be able to talk to you oh, until Tuesday. Uh, where were you uh, doing I'm this weekend? I'm going to Chicago for one of my best friend's weddings, and oh, it's going to be a okay. nice time. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you enjoy yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Tell the missus I said hello. I will let her know. Uh, and uh, when we speak again, I will not uh, be under the influence of any medication. <laughs> I actually like it. <laughs> I actually, I, we we got to make it your staple. I, Tuesday, I will, Wednesday staple. I no, no, no. We don't want that. And maybe it, it's at some point I'll do my screaming a for you. That and would it be involves lovely. a lot of screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Daryl. Have Take a good care. night. Daryl Rotter right there, brought to you by Shopping Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. All right, we come on back. I want to hear from you guys. 216 474 to below 92.